Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Training in the Word uh, this wonderful Wednesday night on uh, September 14th. Uh, grab your pens and paper and let's go to work. Uh, got some good things to share with you that I think will be beneficial to your life in Christ. Remind you that the Holy Spirit said this is the month of breakthrough. And breakthrough has uh, not only you receiving something, but God's also breakthrough is God revealing something. Sometimes we'll look at breakthrough as, you know, a financial breakthrough or, or a uh, family breakthrough, something. To, but also breakthrough means the revealing of something or the discovery of something. So <clears throat> be open to the Holy Spirit when you say the word breakthrough and don't be uh, don't have tunnel vision and know that there are many ways that he can break you through, break you through in uh, new uh, information, uh, new awareness, new direction. Uh, and then uh, over here, another breakthrough is a discovery of something that you hadn't seen before or he opens you up to something that you didn't know, it's a breakthrough. Uh, like you hear a lot of people say, we got a breakthrough in this, we got a breakthrough in this. It's something they didn't know before, something they didn't have it for, and now it's able to be a blessing to uh, whatever dimension they're trying to serve. So just remind you that when, we, when the Holy Spirit say breakthrough, uh, just know that it's not just uh, you break it through into something or you get a release or get a breakthrough, a financial miracle, but it's also receiving instruction or receiving something again that you didn't know, but you need to know. And God's giving you a breakthrough. Uh, you know, he said, behold, uh, I do a new thing. Well, a new thing is a breakthrough. It means it's a discovery of something that you didn't have before. So be open to the Holy Spirit uh, as we go through the month of September. Just want, want to make you aware of that as well that this, you know, look at two sides of that. Um, tonight, we want to continue our training and uh, dealing with the uh, uh, spirit of life in Christ. And I don't think we can teach this enough uh, for us uh, to that we will have uh, not only a conversion, but a, a, not only a conversion of knowing who we are in Christ, but an but a envision of who we are in Christ, not just a conversion of who we are in Christ, but an envision of who we are in Christ, being able to see uh, what the Father has given to us, what he has afforded to us as a child of God and having a revelation that you've been born again into the family of God. You know, we all got biological families that, we, that God brings us into the earth. But then it comes along where we get born again. We get born again back into the original family, which is the family of God. And so God is our father. He has so many wonderful things for us. And, and we are his children. We are his children. So we look at him as our father or we cry, our father or our father. You know, the prayer said, our father, which are in heaven, how be thy name, thy keep become, that will be done on earth. I said, heaven, give us today our daily prayer. And so again, we receive him as father. So not just knowing him as God, but knowing him as your father. And he wants to meet every need and he wants to meet every desire uh, and every dream that you have. And so the father 
is always pulling and pleading for the best of you. Amen. But you have to make a determination that you want the best for yourself. Now, in order to receive the best, you have to give the best. The best don't come by you giving less. The best come by you giving your best. When you read in the scripture, they always say, and they offered their best before the Lord, and they brought the best before the Lord. And so God always wants your best. Never give God your least. Never give God your leftovers. Uh, never give God your throwouts. No, always give God your best, your best praise, your best service, your best worship. Amen. Uh, your best offering that you can give him. Uh, so these things he looks for. Why? Because he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He is almighty. He's the God of the universe. So we give him his accolades. We give him his due. The Bible says, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's the best you can give him. So important that you come before the Lord and you give God your best. And in and everything you do, you give God your best. Now, uh, go with me to uh, 1 Corinthians. Go to 1 Corinthians here. And uh, 1 Corinthians 15. I want to look at this. While I was saying that this scripture came up, so let's look at it and, and, and read it for so you can get a better understanding of what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. You know, when God gave us his son, he gave us his best. And God gave us his son, he gave us his best. He didn't uh, throw anything out there, but he gave us the best he could give us to redeem us back to himself. And that was his son, Jesus Christ. Now, in the Passion Bible, the TPT, if you look at that with me, I like this translation. Uh, maybe we'll read two. Again, stick with me. Uh, and verse number 58. Verse number 58. Uh, it says this. So now, beloved ones, stand firm, stable, and enduring. Live your lives with an unshakable confidence. That's your confidence in God. We know that we prosper and excel in every season by serving the Lord. Now what? Serving the Lord, giving God your best. See, when we do this, we prosper and we excel when we give God his, when we give God our best. And this in turn, in return, he gives, he causes us to prosper and he causes us to excel. Amen. And then it says, uh, because we are sure that our union with the Lord makes our labor, labor productive with fruit that endures forever. And so again, ladies and gentlemen, when we come before God and we give to God, we must give God our best because he always give us his best. All right. This is how it works. Um, go with me to Proverbs, if you will. Proverbs uh, chapter three. 
Proverbs chapter 3. We want to look at that. And in the same Passion Bible, TPT, and we want to look at verse number uh, 8. Again, we're dealing with the word. This is just coming up. Uh, as child of God, as God's servant, we must give God our best. He, he don't like less. I mean, there's a scripture over in Revelation say either you, either you're hot or you're cold, but if you lukewarm, I will spill you out or throw you out or throw you up because I don't want anything that's not good or your best. Now, glorify God with all your wealth. Honor him. Now, notice this. Honor him with your very best. See that? Honor the Lord with your very best. With every increase that comes to you, then watch this. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Again, ladies and gentlemen, as we serve God, as we worship God, we must give God, the Father, our best. If you ever notice Jesus, Jesus gave the Father his best. He never gave anything less. We now must give God, the Father, our best. When? All the time. Amen. And this is a conscious decision you and I must make all the time. Amen. It's amazing how much we want God to give us his best all the time, but then we don't come up, we don't come up the same standard of receiving or doing or being. And so therefore, tonight the Holy Spirit wants us to make sure when we come before the Lord, when we come before God, when we honor God and we're doing anything for God, He wants our best. He wants our best, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and uh, but let's go to Malachi, if you will. Malachi chapter. Uh, one. Let's go to Malachi chapter one, and we're going to look at that in the Message Bible, I believe. It, it, yes, Malachi chapter one. Uh, Malachi. Come on, stick with me now. Malachi chapter one, verse number six, I believe. Yeah, verse number six. All right, come on, stick with me, class. This is very important tonight. Uh, as you uh, live your life in Christ, you must give God the Christ in you that's in you your best, just like Jesus would. Jesus never gave the Father anything less than his best. You and I must take that same mind. We must have that same mindset. And listen, you have to condition your mind to do this. It's not automatic. Amen. It's not automatic. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, here in, again, by the time you're in Malachi chapter 6, Malachi, excuse me, Malachi chapter 1, verse number 6. Watch this. Isn't it true that a son honors his father and a worker his master? So if I'm your father, where is the honor? 
if I'm your master, where's the respect? God of the angel armies is calling you on the carpet. You priests despise me. And you say, not so. How do we despise you? Watch this. He say, by your shoddy, sloppy, defiling worship. Notice what he called it. By your shoddy, sloppy, defiling worship. That means it wasn't their best, right? You ask me, what do you mean, defiling? What's defiling about it? What's, what's wrong about me not giving you your best? When you say the altar of God is, it isn't important anymore, worship of God is no longer a priority, that's defiling. And when you offer worthless animals for sacrifice and worship, animals that you're trying to get rid of, blind and sick, crippled animals, isn't that defiling? Try a trick like that on your banker or your senator. How far do you think you will get? God of the angel armies ask you, get on your knees and pray that I will be gracious to you, you priest that have gotten everyone in trouble with this kind of conduct. In other words, it wasn't, the priest wasn't challenging them or uh, uh, rebuking them for not honoring God with their best. And so now the priest is actually getting reprimanded because they went, uh, they went challenge the people to give God the best. They didn't care if they brought sloppy, uh, uh, defiling, didn't have to be good, whatever you want to do. He says, no, that's not how it go down. And he had to uh, reprimand his priest to get the priest to get back to the people and says, this is how, this is not the way we worship God. We must worship God with our best. We must offer our best to God at all times. Now watch this. With this kind of conduct, do you think I'll pay attention to you? Now listen, this is, this is good stuff. God of the angel armies asks, why doesn't anyone, why doesn't one of you just shut the temple door and lock them? then none of you can get in and play a religious and play at religion with silly, with this silly empty head of worship. I am not pleased. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard it out of the mouth of the, of the uh, Malachi, the prophet, where God says, I'm not pleased when you don't bring me the best, when you bring me shoddy, sloppy, defiling worship, none, uh, nonchalant, just, just whatever. He said, no, it doesn't work like that. Ladies and gentlemen, if we are the sons of God and we are people of royalty, we cannot give God anything and expect for him to receive it when he knows it's not our best. Amen. Stick with me. Don't, don't, please. This is so important that we come before God properly. Amen. He wants us to reverence him and respect him with holy awe, holy, holy fervor, and the fear of the Lord is so important, ladies and gentlemen. Now, he said, I'm not pleased when they come give me this kind. The God of the angel homage is not pleased. And I, I don't want it. Watch this. I don't want any more of this so-called worship. Wow. Did you hear that? I don't want this. Don't bring me that and expect for me to accept it just because you bring it to me. And, and, and doing something. No, it has to be your best, your heart. Listen to me. your heart, your mind must be 
in what you do for the Lord. Because that's the only way he's going to receive it properly. Amen. Now, then he goes on to say in verse 11, I am honored all over the world. And there are people who know how to worship me all over the world. Who honor me by bringing me, uh oh, look at it now. The Holy Spirit backing me up now with the word. Who honor me by bringing their best to me. Now, only you know if you bring a God your best or not. See, and the Holy Spirit knows if you follow him in telling you how to bring God your best. Now, there are said it everywhere, God is greater. This God of the angel army. So he's, again, he's challenging the people because they had gotten away from really honoring him like you want to be honored. Amen. See, Christ in you, there's a mindset. There's a thinking that you must rearrange your mind to who God is and what God has done through Christ for your life. Amen. He went to a lot of pain so that you can have a great life, a wonderful life, a better life. And so you have to Look at that as thank you so much. You didn't, we used to sing a song, you didn't have to do it, but you did. You didn't have to send your son, but you did. He didn't have to die on the cross, but he did. And so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Bible said, uh, when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us and gave himself for us. Oh, what a wonderful savior and what a wonderful sacrifice of giving his life so we can live a life unto the Father that's pleasing and honorable to him. As a son and daughter of God, we need to please our Father like he wants to be pleased. Amen. Now, we in verse 12 here. All except you. Now, he's bringing it home now. He said, all over the world, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're earning me. They're giving me their best. But you seem to think you don't have to do it. Or you are, are excluded from giving me your best. Instead of earning me, you profane me. You profane me when you say worship is not important. And what we bring to worship is of no account. And when you say, I'm bored, this doesn't do anything for me. Isn't that amazing? All that God has done and people have the audacity to say these words to God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Oh, what a serious uh, offense. You do to him when you say things like that. Now, notice this, class. You act superior, sticking your nose up in the air like you all that. You act superior to me. 
God, the angel armies. And when you do offer something to me, it's a hand-me-down. Wow. Isn't that amazing? It's a hand-me-down. It's something you didn't even give thought to. You didn't give any value to. You just, okay, let me bring something. Let me do something just so I can see I did something so I can feel good about what I did, but you really didn't do what you're supposed to do. And so God says, no, I don't want you to operate like that. I want you to give me your best all the time. Don't slack. This is, this is not a game. This is life. This is real. Hallelujah. And he wanted us to make sure we're in the proper, uh, uh, proper lineage and proper lineup to receive what he has for us. And he can't do it if we're out of line. He can't do it if we're not following the prescription that he has set forth in the word of God for us. And so now, no, God knows what you can do. God knows what you can't do. So you can't fool God. You might, fool, you might fool me or you might fool people around you. But God sees all, knows all, and he knows what you can do. He knows what you can't do. And remember, he said he'll put no, put no more on you than you can bear. So he's always going to give you what you can handle to make sure you do it right before him. It's just whether you choose to do it right or not, or you choose just going to do what you want to do for the sake of doing it. You don't want to do that, ladies and gentlemen. You must give God your undivided attention. And see, sometimes we play games too much. We play games with God and we slight, but then we want him to roll out the red copper for us, but then we're not giving him his due. We're not giving him his glory. We're not giving him his honor. We're not giving him his thanksgiving. We're not giving him his tithe. We're not giving his honor. So all this is part of that process, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let me, let me go on. Let me go on. See, I'm trying to encourage us. And it says, when you do offer something, it's a hammer down, broken, useless. Do you think I'm going to accept it? Now, it's amazing because uh, God don't accept everything we do. Now, that might come to a big surprise to you, but God don't accept everything we do. If it's not uh, up to his part, if it's not up to his pleasing, then he is not going to accept it when he knows you can do better. It's like you're on a football team, you're like you're on, a, on a sports or something when you got a coach and, and, and you run, he says, no, I'm not accepting it because I know you can do better. There's better you and you got to pull yourself on. It's the same thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's no different. Whether you run a track or football or basketball or dance, or whatever it may be. He said, no, you can do better. So I'm not going to accept it until you get better. Now, you might get upset. You might have to puff. But if you put your best foot forward and you go in there and you apply your mind, you come out and you're happy about it. Thank you for pushing me. Because if you had to push, push me, I wouldn't have seen, got this breakthrough or I wouldn't have got this discovery that God had for me. So somebody got to, so sometimes somebody got to push you until you get your breakthrough. That don't mean they being mean. That means that they don't want you to come short of the glory of God. So they're going to put a little force behind you so it'll help step you up into what God called you to do. And, you know, and if you don't know what's going on, you'll get offended. Don't get offended when people are trying to help you. Don't get offended when people are trying to build you. Don't get offended when people are trying to help you get a breakthrough. Thank God for that somebody love you enough to see something in you that you don't see. 
and then you're able to say, thank you, Jesus. And then you're able to give uh, thanksgiving to God for allowing that person to do for you what you couldn't do for yourself. Hallelujah, you might want to shout glory. I ain't through yet because see, there's more that he has for you, but some of y'all are not stepping up and stepping in. And that's, you coming short. Don't come short. Press in. Amen. Do your best to do what you can do for him, and he will pick up where you can't. But you will have to give your best first. Amen. I'm telling you, he loves you that much, ladies and gentlemen. And he's not trying to take something from you. He's trying to get something to you. He's trying to get something through you, and he's trying to build something around you. But you're going to have to allow him to do it. Now, sometimes people don't understand, and you got to watch out for these voices that don't hear God and don't know God like you do for what God called you to do. And you, we have to learn to be sensitive to people when they hear God in a certain era and not us impede on that voice or impede in that position. Let them hear from God. Let them walk it out. That's where their faith is going to be built. That's where their faith is going to be uh, encouraged or, or strengthened is when they walk it out, walk it through and see the do's and the don'ts and see all that. That's part of training. And sometimes we won't let God train people. And so God can get the best out of them because we intruded. Let God be God in people's lives. Amen. Pray that they were here. Pray that they would know. Because at the end of the day, they got the answer to God. They do not have to answer to you. In the church, say amen to that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, let me keep reading. Now, again, he said, do you think I'm going to accept it? This is God speaking to you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we, can get, we cannot get any plainer than what we're saying right now. This is God speaking to us that we must at all times present our best to God. And we know when we're giving God our best and we know when we're just doing something just to get by. <laughs> Don't ever do anything just to get by. That, that doesn't work with God. Amen. No, you do things because you love it. You appreciate it. And you value him in your life in a real way. Now, why is this so important, ladies and gentlemen? Now, when we get to verse 14, it's going to tell you why he's trying to get them back into the fold or get them back into honoring him properly with worship and adoration and exhortation. Because number 14 is going to tell them, if you don't do this, here's what's going to happen. Are you listening, class? A curse. Do you hear what I just said? A curse on the person who makes a big show of doing something great for me and expensive sacrifice, say, and then at the last minute, brings in something puny and worthless. Oh, talk big, blah, 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 blah. And then when it's time to step up and do what you're supposed to do, you don't do it. And you give God something that he don't want, but you, but I, he ought to be glad I gave him something in the house. You know, that's the wrong attitude. 
That's wrong attitude. I'll be glad I read one scripture. That's wrong attitude. No, 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 no. Get you in trouble. You're thinking that he woke you up this morning. Amen. You clothed in your right mind. You still have the blood running warm in your vein. You still have the full activity of your limbs. And you're not thankful and grateful. Your mind is still intact. You can see. You can hear. You can smell. You can speak. And you're not grateful and thankful. And you get an attitude. Who you think woke you up? Who you think give you the ability to think throughout the day? Who you think give you the ability to hear and walk and talk? Ladies and gentlemen, this series, you better give God your best all the time because you didn't have to wake up this morning. He could have snatched breath out your body and you've been dead as a doorknob. But he kept you here because there's purpose that you still have to fulfill. But you got to do it giving God your best, not your puny and worthless something that he don't want, you don't even want, but yet you'll give it. It's amazing you don't want somebody to give you a dollar, but you'll give a dollar to God. I'm just saying. You don't want nobody to give it to you, but yet you'll give it to God. Amen. That's what we're talking about. Give God your best at all times. Amen. Now, purpose of this, almost finished. Hold on, I'm almost finished, ladies and gentlemen. Because, see, we talk about living a life in Christ, and he's invested in you to get the best out of you. We talked about it on Sunday, where Cain didn't give God the best, and he got cursed. Abel gave God the best. Cain got jealous and killed him because he was doing right. Be careful. Don't let people kill the very thing God is trying to birth in you and give you a breakthrough for. No. And Cain got cursed the rest of his life because he didn't do what was right before God and he didn't bring God his best like Abel did. And the Bible says he brought the best and Cain, Cain brought and he just brought something well, you ought to be glad I brought him that. Oh, shriveled up carrots. Oh, dried up peanuts. Amen. Amen. Oh, rotten tomatoes. <clears throat> Ain't going to offer to God. God said, what, you playing with me? What you doing? And then the Lord told me, say, if you had to did well, you know what I wanted. You know what I expect of you. And you're going to dare challenge me. But here's what you get for challenging me. I'm just showing you, ladies and gentlemen, it can cost you dearly when you don't give God your best. Hallelujah. Now, remember Cain did it to himself because he's told Cain, he said, if, if thou has did well, this wouldn't happen to you. So he didn't do well. So he brought it on and said, always remember, when things happen to us, we bring it on ourselves. It's not God bringing it on us, but he got rules and regulations and he got lines that we can't cross. And when we cross those lines, we bring judgment to ourselves. It's not God because he warned us before we do it. Sometimes we get beside ourselves. We get just loose-minded or whatever you want to call it and just want to do it wherever it But it don't work that way. Sooner or later, sooner or later, 
it's going to catch up with you before you leave this earth. If you don't get it right. And you don't do it. But almighty God. Hallelujah. This is serious business, ladies and gentlemen. This is nothing to play with. There's nothing to make fun of. It's real. You're going to serve God. You serve with all your heart, all your soul, all your might, all your mind. That's what the scripture says. Love the Lord that God with all your soul, all your might, all your mind. Everything. Now, let me finish. Verse 14 again. And curse on the person who makes a big show. Yeah, I'm going to do this. And do something great for me. Expenses I, and say, then at the last minute, bring me some puny and worthless. He says, I'm a great king. Told you. Did I tell you he was a great king? I told you that at the beginning. He said, I'm a great king, God of the angel armies, honored for a while, and I'll not put up with it. He said, I ain't going to put up with it. Now, you might think he's going to put up with it, but he told you, I'm not going to put up with it. Because you don't, you're disrespecting me and you're not honoring me and, 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 and recognize that I am God. And besides me, there is no other. There's no other God besides me. And thank God for Jesus. Put us in position and lift our hands and worship the Father and thank the Father. Praise God. He's did so much for us. Why do we want to do so less for him? Ask yourself, why do I want to do so less for him? When he have done so much for me, we make excuses after excuses after excuses. He never made an excuse to get rid of our sin. He never made an excuse for Adam falling in the Garden of Eden. He didn't make an excuse for him. He, he didn't make an excuse. He brought a remedy to get us out of death into life. He's still doing things, ladies and gentlemen. He's not, he's not out to get you. He's out to give you everything you need to have a wonderful life. I hope you understand the life of Christ is in you to put you over in life. The greater life, the greater glory life is in Christ. It's not in you. It's in Christ. Christ in you, hope of glory. Don't suffer when you have to, when you don't have to. Don't be in pain when you don't have to. Amen. Step up. Do what's right. Make the Father happy. And I promise you, he's going to make you happy. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Because why? The Father wants achievements and advancements in your life, but he can't do it if you don't give him your best. This is the best, ladies and gentlemen. I can go scripture after scripture after scripture and show you that he wants your best. Are you listening? Give him your best. Make a determination. Reconstruct your mind. If you're going to praise him, praise him. If you're going to worship him, worship him. If you're going to serve him, serve him. If you're going to live for him, live for him. If you're going to uh, 
uh, honor him, honor him. And do it with everything in your might. I promise you, things will always go right when you do right by God. Amen? Give him your best. And I promise you, he'll take you out of less. You want to get out of less? Give God your best. Try. See, he won't prove himself faithful to you. Scripture after scripture say, every time you give God your best, he always blessed. I mean, I, I mean, scripture after scripture will show you that. Say amen if you can. Amen. Now, let's do what's right by God. Let's honor the Father. Let's make him happy. He wants to make you happy. Amen. So tonight, praise God. Uh, you have opportunity to worship God. And you're giving by giving God your best. Amen. So you give God your best attention. You don't give him your undivided attention. When he's speaking, what are you saying? What was that, Lord? What are you saying? What you need me to do? What you need me to change? What you need me to fix? See, and some of you, some of you are not giving God your, uh, your full attention. Amen. See, when you're talking to him, you want nobody else talking to you because you're going to miss what he's saying. So make sure you're hearing him well so you can, you can get, get on with the getting on and be all they want you to be. This is a month of breakthrough. You getting it? Tell you there's some good stuff tonight. This right here, either, either, either put you over or it's going to put you on. Just depends on how you receiving it and what you're going to do with it. 